Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to ask a pharmacist about getting naloxone for their first aid kits at home or work. No prescription is needed. Naloxone can rapidly reverse an opioid overdose and restore breathing. Opioidresponse.info. Welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Tuesday, May 30th. I'm Peter Biello. On today's episode, the Carter Center releases an update on the health of former First Lady Rosalind Carter. A new treatment is helping military veterans with their mental health, and starting in September, it'll be more expensive to stay in Savannah. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter has dementia. The Carter Center disclosed her health condition in a statement this afternoon. The statement says Rosalind continues to live happily at home in Plains with her husband, former President Jimmy Carter, and enjoys visits with loved ones. Rosalind has been a champion for mental health for decades, and the statement says her family hopes the disclosure will prompt conversations around dementia. The news comes months after the family announced that Jimmy Carter was entering hospice care at home. Georgia Congressman Andrew Clyde is among Republican hardliners expected to vote against a deal on raising the nation's debt ceiling. The U.S. House is expected to take up the measure tomorrow. It aims to limit federal budget growth to 1% for the next six years. The deal would suspend the debt limit until 2025. At a news conference, Clyde described that as a blank check. So the federal government can spend unlimited amounts of money, your hard-earned tax dollars, until that date. Then they can plus up their cash on hand to normal operating levels at the end of it by at least $4 trillion, maybe $4.5 trillion. We don't know yet because there's no top number. Other Georgia U.S. representatives, including Republicans Marjorie Taylor Greene and Buddy Carter, have said they will support the deal. Updated national data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimates overall decreases in new HIV infections from 2017 to 2021, especially among young people, but Georgia metrics show room for improvement. GPB's Sophie Gratis has more. The CDC data focuses on estimates of HIV incidence or new infections and prevalence, or how many people are living with HIV. In 2021, that added up to 70,000 people in Georgia. Atlanta-based physician Melanie Thompson says to measure how well we're doing in the state, she also looks at new diagnoses. Georgia is by far first among states in our rate of new HIV diagnoses. That's according to 2020 numbers, but Thompson says... This has been the case with Georgia for a while, and we're, we're really not making a lot of progress. According to the CDC report, Georgia also ranks low for how many people diagnosed with HIV get linked to care. That can lead to worse or widespread infections. For GPB News, I'm Sophie Gratis. Yesterday was Memorial Day, the day we honor those who sacrificed their lives while serving in the military. Meanwhile, many military members who've returned from war continue to struggle with their mental health. But a new treatment can help heal the invisible wounds of war. GPB's Ellen Eldridge reports. Eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, or EMDR therapy, focuses on the connection between eye movement and bad memories. The treatment involves asking the patient to hold the image of the trauma in their mind while the therapist guides the patient's eye movement using a light or a finger. Marlo Taylor is with Canton Counseling. She says veterans make some of the best patients because their emotions are tied to specific traumas. The client holds that image in mind 
along with the negative cognition that's associated with it. So something like, I'm not good enough. I'm helpless. I'm stuck. Taylor says the therapy works by changing patterns in the brain without having the patient talk about traumatic experiences. Jess Geierman is one of Taylor's patients. He's a retired Marine who lives with treatment-resistant depression and is excited to try something new. I'm really interested in this EMDR. If it's helpful in any way, shape, or form, that would be awesome because I react badly to drugs. He says other therapies that he's tried, like ketamine, failed to make a difference. For GPB News, I'm Ellen Eldridge. If you like hearing the news from around the state here on Georgia Today, you'll probably like hearing how Georgia's agriculture economy feeds the country and the world on a fork in the road. I'm David Zelski, and on the Fork in the Road podcast, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Find it online at gpb.org slash podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. A Georgia soldier killed during the Korean War was laid to rest at Andersonville National Cemetery yesterday. GPB's Orlando Montoya reports the Memorial Day service came after his remains were identified last year. Army Corporal Luther Story of Americus in South Georgia died near Pusan, Korea in 1950, but at the time his remains couldn't be identified. He was posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor for bravery in combat. Andersonville Superintendent Gia Wagner says Story is now one of only two so honored and buried at the National Cemetery near Americus. Out of 40 million enlisted, 3,500 roughly have received a Medal of Honor. It's the highest award for military valor. These are people who risked their lives. They went above and beyond uh, the call of duty. Before DNA helped identify his remains, Story was buried as an unknown in Hawaii. For GPB News, I'm Orlando Montoya. A new reactor at a nuclear power plant southeast of Augusta has reached its full power output for the first time. Georgia Power said yesterday that Unit 3 at Plant Vogel has reached its full output of 1,100 megawatts of electricity. The company says that's enough to power an estimated half million homes and businesses. The reactor is scheduled to enter commercial operation next month. Units 3 and 4 at Plant Vogel are the first new reactors built from scratch in the U.S. in decades. Unit 4 has finished a key testing phase, and operators expect to start loading radioactive fuel between July and October. The Georgia Department of Driver Services is reminding customers to continue to always carry a physical driver's license. The agency recently launched the Georgia Digital Driver's License and ID. The agency says it's only accepted at select Transportation Security Administration security checkpoints, and law enforcement officials do not accept digital driver's licenses at this time. The Savannah City Council voted last week to raise the city's hotel motel tax from its current 6% to 8% starting in September. That's the first increase in nearly three decades. GPB's Benjamin Payne reports. 1995 was the last time Savannah raised its hotel motel tax. Since then, tourism has skyrocketed in the hostess city, but years of disagreements between local leaders and state lawmakers kept the tax at 6%. That was until Thursday night when Savannah City Council put the final stamp of approval on a breakthrough agreement. Alderman Nick Palumbo. 90% of the cities in Georgia pay a higher hotel motel tax than we do. Right now, we have the ability to fix an ailing and decaying River Street that up until this moment, the people of this city have had to pay for it. And now the visitors of this city will have to pay for it. 
Three of the nine council members voted against the increase, saying more of the revenue should go to help hospitality workers. For GPB News, I'm Benjamin Payne in Savannah. The Tybee Island Sea Turtle Project has changed the way it marks sea turtle nests. In a social media post, the group said they are only using a screen and one wooden stake to mark the nests on the beach instead of multiple stakes and caution tape. They say the change is to make the nests less noticeable to predators. The group said Tybee is up to eight sea turtle nests this year. In sports, in baseball, the Atlanta Braves accomplished something that few teams have done this season. They have lost to the Oakland Athletics. Oakland is losing with historic frequency this season, 45 out of its first 55 games, which is more than any other major league team since 1900. Braves pitcher Michael Soroka was called up from AAA Gwinnett to start the series opener, his first Braves start in more than a thousand days. He allowed four runs on five hits, struck out three and walked two, but left trailing four to one final score was 7-2. The two teams face off again tonight with Bryce Elder on the mound for the Braves. And that is it for this edition of Georgia Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you had a great long weekend. If you want to get more news, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. That way we will be there in your podcast feed waiting for you tomorrow afternoon. If you've got some feedback or a story idea, if you want to tell us what you did over the long weekend, we'd love to hear from you. The email address is georgiatoday at gpb.org. And if you like this podcast, leave a review because that'll help other folks find it. I'm Peter Biello. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.